The World of Sci-Fi The Asteroid Witch A penthouse on Mars, interplanetary space pilot, Vince Darrell, gives Kate E. lovely Martian maiden a brutal brush-off. Get in my way, you Martian tramp, you bore me. Now, Vince, don't kill Walking up my life, I'll kill myself if you do. Women, they're all alike. Whether on Earth or Jupiter or Mars, weak, shivering little creatures, tempting you with warm lips. Then, once they believe you're there, they're theirs, they turn into demanding hags. Yeah. Katie, a little fool, she jumped to her death, just as she threatened. There was not the slightest trace of pity or remorse in Vince's handsome hard features. It's he shortly after he forced his way into a crowded bar jammed with space fairy men. Make minor rocket in. Somewhere in this universe there must be a woman of endurable allure who is totally, totally unconquerable. The asteroid witch. Are you trying to tell me that all spaceships are rooted beyond around area? P H A L Dex times two Dex Y Z O simply because of a myth. But the asteroid witch is no legend. She's a fiend of hell. She exits this only to attract and destroy men. She, mu- she must almost destroy me. I have piloted my ship Starbright towards Mars when suddenly at shore, so I'm standing here, I heard a woman's voice. Come, Timothy, to me. Come, come. Oh, who's that? No one there. Here, but me, yet I heard swear, heard a woman's voice. The voice persisted. I tried to run out, but my mind repeated over and over. Come, closer to me, Timothy. Come. A voice, I can't blot it out. Am I going mad? Never heard a voice so soft, so sulky, so good and so lowering. My heart beat frenziedly, and then out of the blackness of space. Doomed her face, a beautiful face, the loveliest woman's face I've ever seen. Eek. I tell you that you can search every solar system in the universe. You never see it so haunting a face. It was loving yet hard, a face of each man. Since the beginning of time could not help but desire, in a face no man could long possess. I ate for with every atom my throbbing heart. I lost my head through space. She, I pursued her, that witch through space. She hurled down towards an astral area. B O T. As I followed her, suddenly a meter moved into view. She simply yanked at the controls. I banged my head. I revived. Later, the asteroid waste was gone. An expected appearance of Mitra saved me from a fate at which I can only guess. We continued my flight to Mars shortly after that. Several spaceships vanished in the area. The interplane police ruled it off limits. You can guess why. Vince Darrow was not missed a single word. His imagined flame wetted by the powerful rocketing. After which she sounds superb. I must meet her at my any cost. Later in a nearby spaceport, Vince forces his way into his vessel before takeoff time. 
Say you can't go in there. Think again. Born into planetary patrol, we stole another place like that. No one can take me, keep me from her. Not as, but as a space liner, there's a veterinarian. Please visit XC2, calling runaway space liner. That shot over your bowels is merely a warning. Turn back. Shot of the police vessel's warning blast. Please visit his drunk, befuddled brain. What have I done? I let them know I'm crump. I let them know I'm kind of sense of surrender. No, beloved, do not surrender. It is uh, the asteroid witch. It is even more wonderful. A dream. I've got to go to her. Nothing will stop me. Dow. Play your tools like a beam spine. Now eluding a maze of crisscrossing, exploded beams and hurting. Leaving space torpedoes and remaxi evades oblivion. You've broken through the area into area P811XO. Shall we follow? No need to. The fool is doomed. Joyous event pursues the unearthly being through the void. Too late, he discovers his place. Liner been damaged in battle. He grapples the control and crashes. Bang. Boom. Got to find her. Reveling, reviving. Drarrow painfully drags himself out of the flaming vessel. I found you. Come to me, Vince Perrault. I have planned and waited for this moment too long. You're like no other woman. You're cold-hearted yet superb. Kiss me. Are you afraid? Afraid you might lose your soul? I've got to kiss you. Listen to me, Vince Perrault. You're going to kiss me? Then you do. When you do, your soul will be lost for all eternity. Lips coming closer. I can't resist them. Let him go, you creature. KT, Vince's simple little Martian sweetheart. Not as simple as you think, which I sense Vince was not a normal, loving, gentle self. Knew something vicious had come over him, changing him to reckless backyard. And so I pretend to destroy myself. It's easy to fake a suicide plunge. They have had an anti-gravity belt. I tended to deny so I could trail Vince and find out what had caused the unbelievable change in him. You little snipe island. I'm going to give you one infamous fraction of a second to clear out the universe. Now, Kit. Stand where you are. I've got my atom bombast trained to you. I bet the appeal won't attract me. I'm not a successful male. What are you going to do? I'm going to give you one infamous fraction. Second to clear out, out the universe. Now, Kit. Now, when I've beaten goodbye, you. Can have your precious Vince Burrow. Another fish to snare in another universes. A trouble shall done gone, Cody. I've been a blind cool fool. That's that but that's all over now. Can you forgive me? You've forgiven Vince. Well, what well, the asteroid witch? What if she returns? Get tries to sleep me again. She won't look up. Uh, what happened to her? In holding an apple blast Vince, but the mention of the gun, the visible beam, it affects the slow acting. The shore. She ever tries to steal another woman's man again. She'll have to be in the eighth, be in the fifth or eighth dimension. 
You're fine again, Vince. Promise that you love, never love me, anyone but me. Yes, your little pardon, your little pardon, the expression which the end. Story number two. A day. While the entire world sped towards the atomic war that would end civilization, man and woman made one final desperate attempt to vert. You see, that is what will happen to your world if you fail. What came first? Bob Johnson found it one night, returned from the late UN committee meeting. Huh? What's that? A watch? Get you? But how did it get here? And it's the funniest kind of watch. It is a watch. Never saw no hands, no dolls. Say, Elizabeth, is an arcane oldest, maybe. This is at a rally. I'll drop over and see her. Less than an hour later, a little park went somewhere in the sixties. I know it's a horrible hour, darling. I found this in my room just now. I wonder if it might know what it is. Looks like my watch. Maybe someone's playing a trick on you. Having a drink? You have a drink? We'll talk this over. And Bob and Elizabeth turn away from smoke. Shimmers fades away, and rising smoke is a tiny man. Maybe you don't need this drink, darling. Beginning to see things already. Look in the mirror. You are in a bad way. Ah, then you see him too. The watch is gone. Do not be afraid. I have come a long way. Find you, Robert Johnson. In your post of attachee to the American staff, United Nations, you can do whatever I cannot. Bring peace to the world. Me? Are they dreaming all this? This is no dream. I am Ken Dale, a member of the race that once lived on the shrunken continent. Mentis, being never destroyed by every, the very thing that threatening your own civilization. Will you come with me? But how? Even now, your own and other nations of army, with atomic bomb, these bombs have smashed mankind, believe me, and come with me. I think I'm going crazy. I'm willing to go along. Just, that's just fine, I feel. But it's, there is a chance for peace. Slight. Have a slight for peace. I'll take it. I Bob and Elizabeth watched with wild eyes. Cardell lifts a tiny pencil, like an object for his pencil belt. Beam of light plays over Bob and Elizabeth. Slowly shrink, foot by foot by inch. A watch is teleportal terminal transportation. Method of transportation involving instant shifting, a matter from A point A to B. Watch is a transmural point, receiver for modern body matter. Instant of cold and flashing light, teleport station hums and blows. Pine and watch reforms, glows and glimmers, and slowly fades out as Cardali's charges are lifted and swept. I'm through the dark and empty reaches of nothingness. Then, without any passing out, any passing time, you stand on flat, smooth surface, high above a large laboratory. Why we weren't in my department? We can't be. Everything else, there is no time. Teleportation occurs instantly. A step down, we are miles on the ocean, Atlantic Ocean, in a glass-tight, closed bubble, miles wide, under the Atlantic Ocean. Look up there to a vis screen. On on it you see that is a very as it was five thousand 
50,000 years ago, but even further months than your own civilization. Our great enemy was Mole, a rival empire in, a, in the Pacific. We had atom bomb too. We intended to blast Mole. Mole intended to blast us. Then one night horde of enemy flies came ahead. They dropped atom bombs. The lanterns were blown off the planet of the Earth. One day and one night. They only had a few. There was only a few Atlanteans left, and enough power to use to build a granitic floating city, sank beneath, beneath the waves, escaped the deadly radiations. Our own bombers destroyed, milled, and two sank under the Pacific. We lived for centuries under the sea, ocean, gradually learning our sights and standing on all the cities. We thought all life been obliterated on Earth. Then our metanimeters and guidance kinders picked up. Well, there was no radiation, but the service of scientists were greatly excited. There must be living things, possessing intelligence on the surface. We must investigate at once. Perhaps they too have a secret of atomic power. It took us some time since the first atom bomb dropped on Hiroshima till we managed vessels to fly in air, move for water. Why they look? Flying saucers, of course. You people responding the response to those we swept back and forth on the United States. At the time, only nation had a developed the atom bomb. We soon let the atomic war threaten the people of the earth in common cancer. We agreed to break up the silence of centuries, appear and offer you one solution to war. Don't know. There was a solution. What is it? To answer that, let me know, let show you. Our world here on the underwater gardens raises more and better fruits and vegetables than your own surface civilizations. A slime mud, but how? These vast Indians fill our cities with germ-free, cool air and fresh. There's no disease, no sickness under these perfect conditions. We live for at least 200 years. We do all this with atomic power. It makes our food and clothes warm and shelters us, powers our sea and air vessels. It is atomic power. It, it, can, it is this atomic power that can end all war. Here are the blue tips, the psycho machines that release atomic power. The amounts needed, we offer them to you freely, gladly. Since all war is a comic, comic in that nature. By giving you atomic power, we will eliminate the need for war. No man has to work here more than five hours a week. And he owns everything he wants. A cheap and atomic power, nothing expensive. So every nation can have everything it wants. There'll be no poverty, no war. Hadell, bad news. Detected bombers just after they've been detected of the US radio, radio screen. Unless they turn back in 20 minutes, the US have no retaliated once. It's dreadful. The free peoples will not be not allowing themselves to be enslaved without a fight. All the world will become a furnace of blazing hydrogen bombs. Including Lantus with its age old wisdom, its great yearning for peace. Therefore, they have it most of the earth. Our continents will be wiped out, be lost to civilization forever. It can't happen. We won't lose, we'll let it happen. There must be something we can do to stop this madness. Is there? 
Wait, there is one chance. A video phone. With it, that, you can broadcast one last appeal to desperate men. Moscow were rushing on to self-disruption. It must be made to realize Russian will fail. They have a choice between peace and plenty or annihilation. Bob Johnson calling Kremlin. Bob Johnson calling safe Stalin. Do you hear me? Call back the bombers before all your people are destroyed. Answer. For God's sake, answer. Can Bob contact the Kremlin's desperate men in time to turn back the barbarous assault? Or will he fail this most terrible day in history? The day which we may refer to beautiful destruction, A-Day, Atom Day, the end.